Hello and welcome to a special Friday episode of The Untrained Eye with Beth and DJ, brought to you by Thieves Can't. They are a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Just kidding, they're a Dungeons and Dragons webcomic. You would know that if you listened to last week's episode. Uh, they, I also mentioned on last week's episode that their, I thought that their Kickstarter was over. Uh, but it, they have they have funded issue two. But if you want to help them get their stretch goals, uh, they have three st- stretch goals they were aiming for, and they've got two of them. And they're five hundred dollars away from uh, hitting the third and final goal. Um, I mean, I did my part. I uh, I threw them five bucks because a I want to see issue two. And B, they were nice enough to give us all issue one for free at yesthievescan.com. So check them out and uh, check them out on if you need to find their. The best way to find their uh, Kickstarter is through Twitter, I think. And they are at yesthievescan on Twitter. So go check them out. Uh, tell them that you heard about us. Uh, heard about us tell them that you heard about them on our podcast Uh, and if you want to follow us you can do that at untrained ipod and you can do that on instagram and twitter we're on facebook too but you know those are for the cool yeah uh and if you want to uh get some free stuff from us stickers buttons hit us up at gmail yep you just type in gmail or type in untrainedipod at gmail.com and say, hey, we'd like some stickers. Here's our address. Uh, and if you wanted to also say, hey, we did this thing for you called rate and review you on iTunes. We would appreciate that too. Not a prerequisite though. So I'm not going to make this a long one. Here is your special Friday episode. Thank you for listening. Here it is. now recording so are you excited about that movie with freddie mercury i am not no eh, i really want to see that i'm excited about it in the sense that it's uh gonna be interesting but i'm not excited about it because uh it's rated pg-13 so it's definitely not gonna be well and it's the movie called queen mm-hmm. so it's not just about freddie i guess it's just about Freddie Mercury. <laughs> no one, listen, sorry other members of Queen, but no one gives a rat's patoot about you. <laughs> no one knows your name. No one knows what instrument you play. No one knows anything that you do. Well, I mean, I think they had important roles there, but they? like no, they without Freddie, it just seems like it just ended after he died because I don't think they could release any more albums under that name or... Like, do you remember when they went on American Idol and, like, the contestants were, like, singing the songs and somebody... I think that one kid does tour with them now. Oh, from American Idol? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's fine, but they're not releasing new songs. I I don't know. Like, I heard... I did absolutely no research on that. Well, I mean, I didn't know at all, so maybe they are. Yeah, I don't care. Like, they could be releasing an album every year, for all I know, but I'll never listen to it. 
Are you kidding me? I like Queen, and I barely listen to Queen. Oh, I do. Like, I listen to it all the time, actually. <laughs> do you listen to anything other than the hits, though? Do you listen to the B-sides? Mm, well, I used to, like, we had a... What CD do we have? Their greatest hits or what? Uh-huh. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, I think it was. It was like the, you know, the three volume Queen's greatest hits. Queen, Queen does a hit. Well, I used to put their CD on when I was cleaning sometimes, but I don't know. For you I... kids at home, that's a compact disc, and they don't make those anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I like on Amazon, I like started a station with Queen music. Because I'm open to listening to new ones because they're so good. New ones what? New Queen songs? Like new to me. Oh, okay, okay. I was going to say, no one cares about a new Queen song. Yeah, like a long time ago I saw this, uh, like, not like a quiz, but it was like, oh, if you could go to any person's concert or whatever, and it listed like six different people, and like one of them was Freddie Mercury, one of them was Michael Jackson, uh, and then maybe Bob Marley, Prince, like, and two other dead people. And, like, I didn't like even David think twice. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I didn't even think twice. I was like, Freddie Mercury all day long. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I would, it would be a toss-up for me between uh, Queen, I almost said Queen, Freddie Mercury, but Queen, David Bowie, and Prince. Oh, yeah. I've never seen... It would probably be... I don't know if Prince was on the list yet. I don't know if he was dead yet. I don't know. I'd want to see David Bowie. Yeah, I mean, I have more interest in him now that he's dead, I guess, because I don't think that I really listen to very many of his songs um, besides, like, the one he did with Freddie Mercury under pressure. I think we might have talked about it on this show before, but I talk about it every whenever David Bowie comes up. I always talk about it that there was an interview that he did in the '90s, I think, where they were asking him about the internet and about music on the internet because I think Napster was just becoming a thing or whatever, and uh, they like he had a very like insightful and like very forward thinking vision of what the internet was and what it could be Mm. and basically kind of not really predicted what it would become but kind of had like a he kind of clearly saw where it could be going and it kind of is where we are now so I, i don't know i would like it's i never really cared for david bowie one way or the other like the only thing i knew of him was he had a song in moulin rouge (laughs) what song was it uh now that you say it, I can't think of it. It's uh, It was one of the love songs. <laughs> I don't know. It... Was it, let's dance? <laughs> yep. No, that wasn't in it. <laughs> but isn't that one of his songs? Mm-hmm. I like that song. Under the Serious Moonlight. Yep. Uh... Well, and like he was very open-minded, like not just with his art as a musician, but uh, wasn't he married to the... Um... To the game, yeah. No, to a black model named Iman. I don't know. I think so. And like in the like in the early days of MTV, I think he did an interview where uh, he was like, "I don't understand why you wouldn't allow black artists to be on the station." And they were like, "Sir, I don't know if you know this. You have one strange eye. They're black." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably exactly. 
<laughs> he was like, so? <laughs> you might not have noticed with your strange eye, but that is a blackman that you are talking about. And we'll have none of that on this music television. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I just thought that was cool. <laughs> but yeah, definitely an interesting character. And it, I'm sure they'll do a movie about him too soon. But I'm kind of excited because I love hearing the songs anyway. And even if it isn't the best story, like we watched the, thanks to our friend Matt, we <laughs> watched the behind the music on Queen. Uh, and it was a it was a good story anyway. Like some of the stories that you hear about people living their lives like in earlier times, you're like, that's crazy. I'm just here working my nine to five and <laughs> coming home and eating dinner at six o'clock every day. And these people were doing like extraordinary things. And, and I'm not just talking about like musicians. I'm talking about everyday Joes from like the earlier times. Well, you think like I know you said not just musicians just now, but like. You look at, uh, you just showed me a picture of like Post Malone just got his hair cut or whatever. And, uh, like, how old is he? I think he's not even 25. Yeah, I'm not sure how old he is. He's very young. Uh, but he's, I don't necessarily like, I listen to, because we've talked about Post Malone a bunch on here. And I finally got around to listening to one of his albums, like, I think his latest album. And I gotta say, the first two thirds of it, I was like, I don't get it. This is not good at all. Uh, but the last third of that album was very good. And I don't get it. Like, I get it, but I don't get it. Like, Well, do you think you've, like, aged out of his group or? No, because, like, that's the thing is, like, if you listen to him, like, he's got. <sighs> it's so hard to say because he's got, like. There are some songs that are like, they sound more like West Coast, and there are some songs that sound more like Southern, like Atlanta style, like... D well, I wonder if that has to do with like who's producing it, too. Or like... Yeah, Collaborating. It, it could be that. It could be like just what he's been influenced by, but then I think his last song is just kind of like an acoustic where he like actually sings, but then you look at like... I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how I would describe him because it's not clearly not in the David Bowie realm. Because I don't think he is. Uh, I don't think he's going to like transcend out of what he's doing now. I just think he's doing what he's doing right now well. But then, and I only say that if you hear him and you disagree with me, uh, watch watch this past week Saturday Night Live with musical guest Travis Scott, like. If there's anything that either ages me out of music currently <laughs> or is just terrible, it is Travis Scott. Well, but I feel like we can't go by what's on Saturday Night Live because, like, that's a live performance, not like a live performance. Yeah, that should be indicative of what the artist is producing. But, like, the, what he was providing on the stage was very synthesized and I don't know that that would sound the same way if we were listening to it through these headphones or in any other kind of venue than a live performance like that. I will make it my goal to listen to some Travis Scott this week and I've just got to say like what you know when we were watching it what I said to you was is do you think that the lyrics to this song stir his soul at night <laughs> and the answer is no 
<laughs> well, one part of that is because we couldn't understand what the lyrics were because they were so synthesized. And it's just, I don't know, it just didn't seem, it just seemed like he was there, not like he was like really trying to get something across to us. And that's what music, I think, of any genre is supposed to be doing, is trying to like, trying to tell you something. Like, whether it's good or it's bad or it's painful or it's whatever, like... It's supposed to get you in your feelings. <laughs> yeah. Like, how many times have you ever experienced, like, getting just emotional to hearing a song, whether it makes you, like, extremely happy or makes you cry or anything like that? Oh, like, yeah. Like, that's what I love about music. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think anyone is going to have, like, real emotion listening to if the if the sample of what Travis Scott has to offer, and I'm only picking on him because that was just who we just happened to hear, uh, and, but it could be any of the latest mumble rappers that are doing whatever it is that this is considered. Like, <laughs> I just don't think, like... <sighs> I, I mean, know. I feel like we need to look at his, like, work outside of this. Because, like... I'm willing to do that, because, like I said, I listened to that Post Malone album, and if I just listened to the first two-thirds of it, uh, and, w like, I, it would have been very easy to listen to two-thirds of it and been like, yeah, the rest of this is also going to be trash. Because uh, it was. In my opinion, like, for my taste, like, the first two-thirds of it were just terrible. Uh, but... Yeah. In my opinion, the last third of that album made up for the first two thirds. And who knows? Travis Scott might have be the same thing or another, you know, who, whatever other people are considered in that genre at this time. But. Right. Yikes. Yeah. Well, like talking again about that, like the thing or whatever, like it would be tough for me to pick between Freddie Mercury and Michael Jackson because <laughs> when I was younger, like I wanted to go to a Michael Jackson concert like so bad, but I don't know. Like I think I've kind of grown out of that and I would love to watch Michael Jackson like moonwalk across the stage and do his like twist and crotch, crotch grab. Yeah. But... I don't know, like, just watching videos of Freddie Mercury just coming out and, like, giving off the energy that he had. Um, like, I, I just would want to be part of that. I will say that the one thing, in my opinion, that Freddie Mercury has over Michael Jackson is, like, Michael Jackson had the voice, and he he could sing. He also could dance. Freddie Mercury, who even knows if he could dance? Maybe he was a prolific dancer. I'll never know because that dude's voice was so freaking gigantic that it didn't matter if he could dance or not. Yeah. Well, and he had so much range, like differential, like he could go high or low and it was still awesome. Like, it's so weird because like Michael Jackson did seem more like, uh, even though he had a lot of great songs, like he had, it was, they were almost all like the same level, but I don't mean like as far as like, good i mean like they were all kind of in the same key if that makes sense like i don't know how to explain it right because that's not the right way to say it either like like they all kind of have the same like cadence or like they were all, yeah they were all like the same genre like you were like oh it's a michael jackson song like even if it what you didn't hear him singing it you're like this is michael jackson whereas it seems like uh freddie mercury was like you believed him as you believe well, him he as... did like rock opera, <laughs> but he also could like go down low and make you believe that as well. Where I don't think, 
I think Michael Jackson had that in him, but I just don't, I don't personally know of any songs where he, like, didn't, like, go big, like, as big as he could go. Michael or Freddie? Michael Jackson, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But, like, it's just weird thinking of, (laughs) of, like, what Freddie was giving us, like, because most, most people, yeah, like, people want to go to an opera so they can feel like they're the upper crust or whatever, like the upper echelon. Uh, yeah. Like they're the most cultured, but like regular Joe, uh, blue collar people are like singing Bohemian rap- Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like very operatic. <laughs> and I mean, I don't even know what Magnifico means, but I love when that boy says it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's gay, right? What? What? (laughs) Not my Frederick. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I didn't mean to go so long about Freddie Mercury, but, like, I'm super excited about that movie. Because, like I said, even just, like, even if the plot is stupid, like, just to be able to sing the songs, I like it. And I like that guy that's playing him, too. Mr. Robot, whatever his name is. Rami, Rami something. Oh, from the show Mr. Robot? Yeah. The main character? I don't yeah, know that kid's name, good. but he was good in that show. It's funny, I really, that was definitely another show too, Mr. Robot, that I wish was just like one season, and they were like, here's the story that we had, end of story. Season, did we even start season two of that? I don't think so. I don't think so either, and I truly have no interest in it. Yeah, I another really uh, movie where someone's playing an icon is uh, Tom Hanks is going to play Mr. Rogers. You know, and people seem to be excited about that. I don't know that I want that. I don't want, I don't know that I want someone playing Mr. Rogers. Oh, why? Because it's not like Mr. Rogers was like a hidden character that we're like, who was this man? Like he well, was it wasn't hidden, but we don't television we don't decades. know his real like backstory beyond the fact that he was like pioneering. What They're, they had a documentary? Show. They just had a documentary that came out about him. But did you see it? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> but I, I just... But, like, I feel like a lot of times people are more apt to watch, uh, like, a Hollywood movie than they are a documentary sometimes. Maybe. Like, don't get me wrong. I like Tom Hanks, but... Love Tom Hanks. But I just have no... I don't know. I don't have an interest in that movie. Like, I don't have an interest in that movie, and I don't have an interest in seeing anyone... Well, if anyone's going to play Mr. Rogers, I I can't think of anyone better than Tom Hanks to do it. I think this is my thing about it is like, I know as of right now, my image of Tom Hanks is that he's Tom Hanks. He's the Tom Hanks we all know and love. He's, you know, somehow more accessible seeming Bill Murray. Uh, But (laughs) like, honestly, to be real honest with you, uh, Fred Rogers lived and died a you know childhood hero everyone loved him people universally are like this guy was great to me and with all of this like bill cosby stuff going on like not to say that anything will ever happen with tom hanks like that or that i think he's ever done anything like that but like i already i had mr rogers i loved him as a kid i you know love the idea of him as far as we all know everything's fine with mr rogers and I don't need Tom <laughs> Hanks or anyone else uh, playing him and then being like, 
Well, it was too good to be true. I'm Tom Hanks, the the creep, or the whatever, the secret murderer, or whatever. So you're it is. saying that Tom Hanks might be. Like, no, I'm 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 just saying, or like, that he might like unravel a story that we don't know about Mister Rogers. No, 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 no. I'm saying that I never would have imagined that Bill Cosby would have been the prolific serial rapist that he was, uh, and I could have died knowing if I had died three years ago, I would have died being like Bill Cosby was the funniest man alive, and he did so much for this great nation, uh, and that would have been how I remembered Bill Cosby. <laughs> Right. And I don't want to wait. I don't want to find out, you know, Tom Hanks on his deathbed. Like, actually, I murdered so many people. I don't think that's going to happen. No, everyone said that about Bill Cosby. (laughs) I'm just saying. I, and I don't, I just, I don't know. I don't need those two things coming together in that way ever. And I think I'm just too protective of like, I already know this thing. Yeah, is but good. if it's the truth, it's the truth and it needs to be known. Yeah, but I don't need, I don't need, my good boy Rogers. <laughs> yeah, but if he's not good, by... then we need to know. No, I'm talking about Tom Hanks being bad. Why would if... Tom Hanks be bad? Yeah, why would Bill Cosby be bad? Because he was, but everyone loves Tom Hanks. Everyone loved Bill Cosby. At yeah, one time. but even like strangers are like, oh my God, he was so nice. He came to my wedding and he posed with us. Like, or like someone, I think I read somewhere that he, um, like did something nice for a taxi driver <laughs> like he's just nice like maybe there's something weird about him because there's weird things about everyone but i don't think you should not see his movies because maybe he might be a creep and it might be found out later because maybe it won't <laughs> yeah maybe it'll be never found out and he'll go to the grave and no one will find out his dark secret that or maybe there is no dark secret maybe he's transparent and he's always just been a comedy guru and a good guy like i remember the first time i ever saw him was on that show bosom buddies where he <laughs> him and this other guy like dressed up like girls because i think they were like uh and they like live in a sorority or something yeah something like that where they had to pretend to be girls so that's his, this day and age. that's his creepy secret. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> he's always, really a man. <laughs> yeah, he's been calling fair or calling Hanks this whole time. Yeah, well, and I really like him too. I'm glad Colin Hanks is like coming to when he first came on the scene. I was not sure about that guy. I was like, I'm sorry, what is this? Uh, unfully formed Tom Hanks? What is this? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, oh no. If he doesn't make it, it's not going to be good. It's just going to take Tom Hanks down. But now it seems like you said he is coming into his own. And uh, he, I liked him on that show, Fargo. Dude, he was great on Fargo. If you have not seen the season of Fargo with him on it, just throw this podcast playing device into the ocean and go <laughs> and watch it right now. It's so good. Yeah, it was season one. Was it season one? I thought it was season two. No, it was season one. Man, and then he so was, good. I think he was in part of season two as well, but the first season was the the, the really good one. That was Just one like with, the movie. That was Billy Bob Thornton season, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, what a man. That's still on Hulu. We need to watch that again. That was a good. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it was Billy Bob Thornton, Martin Freeman, Colin Hanks, others. Others. <laughs> Well, uh, is Dennis from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Is he in? I think he might be in season two, maybe one. He's in one of them. 
Listen, if you if you're not caught up on Fargo and haven't already thrown your phone into the ocean, what are you doing? Go. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a really good show, and the movie was really good too. Uh, William H Macy was in it. Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Buscemi. Uh, it was a really good. Like if you like murder mystery, murder. which I've already said I do. But um, yeah, I don't know how we got onto Fargo. Colin Hanks. Oh yeah, Colin Tom Hanks. Hanks, the creep. Uh, and there's a show that he's on too, Colin Hanks on Netflix. Uh, what is it like? It's where he's like, um, like it's about their family, and him and his wife had just had a baby. I think it's like a comedy or something. Yeah, it's a comedy, and uh, like it revolves around their family and their mom and dad. Uh, and he has a brother and sister, and I think his brother, like, lives in their parents' garage or something like that. I think it's called Hanging with Hanks. No. <laughs> it's a really funny show, though. Because the dad is really, like, goofy and, like, aloof. Colin Hanks. But, um, like, that's a really funny show. And another funny show, too, is Friends from College. I don't think you watched that. I didn't. You need to. Like, we should watch it. I'll watch it again with you. No. It has a... What is the guy? Uh, Key Mikey. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Keegan Keegan Michael Michael Key from Key and Peele. It has Robin from... um, What is it? There's How I Met Your Mother. By the way, we're also huge fans of that show, and we've seen every episode of it. Um, what else? Uh, Life in Pieces. Life in Pieces, yeah. Is that comedy a, that Colin Hanks was on. Anyway. Like, that's a really funny, funny show. But. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the Funny Funny Show segment. Yeah. And the start of Squeaks. Squeaks Mc... Yeah, microphone arm, oil can. <laughs> yeah, oil can, McTin Man face. Um, one thing I saw, uh, like maybe a week or two ago, is that Colin Kaepernick went and like surprise visited these girls that um, they're called the Lower East Side Girls, and it's a, like um, like it's a group of girls that like gather together in like a, a program that. Um, is supposed to help break the cycle of local poverty, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> like it. It was awkward because they were actually burning their Nikes. <laughs> well, it said that some of the girls were kind of standoffish about it, so I'm sure their parents had influenced them. Um, but I thought it was something cool that he just like went to go and like show some support for like, um, like this program that's trying to build up young women. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool. So yeah, that. Didn't you say you had some fun Kanye stuff going on? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, what do I have regarding Kanye? A uh, blah 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 Kanye. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. One of the things was he said that uh, they should abolish the Thirteenth Amendment, which is what freed the slaves. And then later he said that it should be amended. So there's that fun. How is that better? (laughs) 
Yeah. But, oh, I'm sorry. We shouldn't get it away. We should just amend it to where only people of a certain pigment. <laughs> I don't know. Well, he's like tweeted out that the 13th Amendment is slavery in disguise, meaning it never ended. We are the solution that heals. He said not abolish, but let's amend the 13th Amendment. I like Kanye West. He's so weird. Like, that guy is the epitome. Like, he is all of us uh, if we got, like, if we got rich too soon, but we're for being very talented. (laughs) I think he was working for a long time to get rich because he wasn't just, like, all of a sudden an artist. He was a producer for a long time, too. Well, what is it that they say? They're like, money doesn't turn people uh, into a-holes. Like, they just, it just lets them be the a-holes they are, they always were. Right. Like, I think this money has just freed him to be the crazy person he always was. Yeah. And now, by the way, like, there are people, I promise you, that have worked with him over the years that are hearing all this stuff now that are just shaking their heads like, oh, Kanye, you silly goose. He's still out there being crazy that have known how crazy this dude was from Jump Street. And now that he's just like got himself to the freaking biggest platform he'll probably ever have. Like his wife went to the White House and got someone off of drug charges. Like how you're never as a music producer, I don't think, going to get a platform like the one that he has got. Right. Unless you're Garth Brooks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But some people are saying that the reason he's saying that is because of um, the 13th Amendment abolished slavery, but specifies that slavery or indentured servitude is legal punishment for crime. So I guess they're saying that he's talking about like the prison prison system is still like legal servitude. Slavery. I think there's a good argument to be made for that. But if he had explained that, that would be different. But just by saying <laughs> the 13th Amendment needs to be abolished or Amended. after saying that, um, like, slavery was a choice and then saying that, like, he I, needs to explain further. He, d- I agree. <laughs> but I also think, too, that if you look at his track record of... Uh, how he makes himself known and how he gets his own name out there. It is not by making a measured, uh, a, a measured, concise statement about something. It's about saying crazy things that are quick and that are headlineable and that people will go, can you believe it? And this seems par for the course. Like this seems way on brand for him. Yeah, it does. I mean, but I don't, like, I don't, I guess maybe some could consider that genius, like, just saying anything to get a rise out of people, but, I mean, what, is that your end game, just to get more famous so people will be talking about that you're crazy, or? You could say, because he is clarifying himself now, kind of, that his strategy is to get it out there, have people talk about it, go crazy about it, say, how could you say this? And then uh, slowly clarify what you were saying rather than trying to get it all out there at once in your, like, 30-minute speech of, like, this is it, and this is how the we've always been oppressed, and let me tell you a little more about it. 
Or you can just quickly grab the mic and be like, George Bush hates black people. And Yeah, but not <laughs> Donald Trump. And just Dipowski. Like <laughs> he's underrated. <laughs> I still stand by. We're gonna see at the end of all this. Uh he's gonna have like uh he's gonna have had a secret documentary team following him the whole time to be like Guys, it's it's getting hard. Everyone's turning against me, but it's all going to be worth it. They're all going to see my grand plan. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either, and I probably I would bet that I'm wrong, but there's a small like, chance. Because like he I'm does not. make really good like dance music and like catchy pop music, and I just I don't know. Like it's not that I want his voice to be silenced, but I that's what I want him to clarify what he means. Or just go back to making music. Of all the musicians that are doing crazy things, I'm going to say if I could have one at the forefront, I would like it to be Kanye West. Why? Because the uh, the uh, the next options that you have are your Chris Browns and your Drakes and your whoever else, your R. Kelly's, just whoever it is that, like, his brand of pe- of doing things that people don't like he just has ideas and he has uh, points of view, theoretically, that people disagree with, as opposed to people that are are currently creeps or have the potential to be creeps. <laughs> well, maybe that's why he endorses Donald Trump, because it's the same with him. Like, he has ideas that people were like, mm, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> I agree, but Donald Trump then is like the uh, culmination of Kanye and the rest of those guys because he, I would say that Donald Trump is a creep. Yeah, maybe. But most likely, yes. <laughs> um, so, I think I mentioned to you on the last one that uh, Kanye was like jumping up on desks in the school mm-hmm. and like ranting about how the kids should leave Elon Musk alone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Leave Elon alone. Yeah, pretty much. But there's something else about Elon Musk. Um, Apparently you, if you buy a Tesla, you can um, get a, any image you want, like laser etched into glass and then sent into deep space. What if I wanted uh, a poop emoji? Oh, my bad. If you refer someone to buy a Tesla, then that's how you can get that. So, yeah, like you can get that. <laughs> All right, so we need to both buy Teslas, and I'm going to buy one first, and then I'm going to refer you to buy a Tesla, and then we need to have two poop emojis sent into space. Okay, well, I don't know if I want a poop emoji, but All it right. is a possibility because it says anything that you want. What about a picture of my own poop? what about a picture of kanye west wearing a maga hat maybe yeah (laughs) i mean i guess yes if that's what you want how many people have done the fun joke already of having a laser etched uh elon musk uh hitting the blunt (laughs) on joe rogan's podcast Um, shot into space like did you see that he has art now in his studio with that picture of it joe rogan does yeah i think so like i think i saw that on instagram like someone like made an art (laughs) (laughs) by the way you i'm telling you right now elon musk is he's got to be a robot or an alien or something because he is a perfect like 
No one could have been more of a meme than he was in that moment. You could work the rest of your life to be like, I'm going to try and naturally be a meme, and you will never be a meme as much as he was that day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, the picture looks cool, though, even though it was, like, like you said, the most nerd hit. <laughs> yeah, he was like, mm, I'm just going to let this smoke swish around in my mouth and uh, just spit it out. Da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. So this is funny, though. Um, our good pal, Master, or Sensei Seagal. <laughs> yeah. Sensei Steven. <laughs> Sensei Steven Seagal. Um, he was being interviewed, and they were asking, like, what he thinks about Kavanaugh. And then um, they were like, oh, well, what do you think about this, uh, considering that you have been yourself? Uh, accused of like sexual harassment and God, I can't wait to hear. Wait, can I guess? Yeah. Is it fun? Is it a fun answer? Is he like, it's either one of two things. It's either he is just reprimanding this man saying, how dare he? What's a woman interviewing him? No, no, no. I'm saying Steve's sensei. Steve is reprimanding uh, Kavanaugh like, Oh, I see. How dare this Kavanaugh character try and get away with something like this? Or he is saying, like, yeah, dude, we totally partied together, and he's fine. He never did anything wrong. <laughs> or option three, he takes his microphone off, <laughs> gets up, and leaves. <laughs> uh, seems like an admission of guilt. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Tom Segura, who is a, uh, you know, you don't know who an Tom avid Segura fan is. of Sensei Seagal. <laughs> Says, Sensei did not like that question, and then he used his God-given gift of improv to end the interview. What a guy. By the way, you know why he said that, right? Because he said, like, Steven Seagal says that. He's like, I'm just a master of improv. <laughs> <laughs> like, he says that about himself, that he is just a, oh, I'm just a god of improv. Well, he did a real good job improvising the end. So he, he did just got art. up and left. <laughs> Like, I will do one art now. Yeah. So. This is my improv art. He exited stage left. Good for Steven. That guy, you know. Didn't want to talk about his allegations. Didn't want to talk about the fact that he sexually assaulted a woman. I get it. Yeah. You don't want to admit to those kind of things on a recording. <laughs> Why would you ever do that? Steven, two thumbs sideways. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, what else? Like Will Ferrell and John C. Riley doing that uh, Sherlock movie. Yeah, it says they re reunited for a uh, their first trailer. I want to because uh, I heard that Step Brothers does not hold up. I want to watch that movie again and see what. How could that not hold up? I don't know. Because maybe because of the times, I guess. Or maybe I don't know because I still remember it as being hilarious. I remember it as being hilarious, too, and hearing that, that it might not be as hilarious as I remember it is very sad, because I just don't want to believe that. So, I don't know. I wonder if that's on Amazon or anything. Netflix. Dude, okay. Like, here was, go oh. ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, we watched the... Um... Like the end of the movie where they show all the parts that they clipped out, and, like, my favorite part from that the is... Bloops. Yeah, it wasn't the bloopers. It was just parts that they cut because it was too long, I think. Uh, but the one was where 
it was like Christmas time and they like get the presents and the one guy, John C. Riley, like opens his and it's Hulk hands. <laughs> <laughs> and then Will Farrell opens his and it's a wallet. <laughs> and he's like, He got Hulk hands and I got an effing wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that wasn't in the movie. That was I don't like, think so. Or if it so was, funny. it was like near the credits or whatever. God, I love that movie. Yeah. I, I can't believe that that doesn't hold up. No. Go ahead. No, I was going to say me neither. What I was going to say is, uh, I guess Cat Williams got arrested again. For what? Uh, he assaulted a driver in mm-hmm. Portland. It says, uh, Comedian Cat Williams was arrested in Portland on Saturday after police say he assaulted the driver of a town car at Portland International Airport. By the way, how old do you think Cat Williams is? Like mid-50s? Yeah, that's what I thought too. He's 47. Oh. Uh, well? We just wa- did, was it his newest special we just watched? Mm, I don't know if it was the newest one, but we did watch one. It seemed very like uh, it was very funny, but it also seemed like very like self-serving. Like there was a lot of like local crowd work for like a theater show. I thought, yeah, like for a, a special, you wouldn't think that he would go so hard with the local. I will say, I heard uh, Barry Katz. Uh, he's like a he used to manage uh, com, or maybe he still does manage comics. And uh, he was on the Crab Feast podcast, and they, I think they were talking about that special where uh, Barry's, Barry Katz's uh, interpretation of that special was that basically that Cat Williams had done, uh, he'd basically done enough time, quote unquote, and done enough specials that he had earned that. Like oh, the, okay. you know, he's just been around for so long and done so much that he basically he earned what earned the ability to be like, go and do local crowd work to a stadium or oh, it wasn't a stadium, but like, you know what I mean? Like just a freaking, you know, tens of thousands of people going to see him in Jacksonville. I mean, that's funny, I guess, if you can relate to that area, like some of it is funny, but if you don't know that the area, then like watching it on Netflix. I will say the first 10 or 15 minutes I thought was funny. And then when we were getting to minute 25 of still, we're still talking about Jacksonville, huh? It was like, yeah, what's, what's, what's this all about? And then it hit like the good stuff. And then it was kind of like, I don't know. It was, it was, it was strange. I'll give it that. Like I did enjoy that special. It was very strange though. Cause it was not, it was not like a get you in with something like real hot, real hot take. And then kind of like building up and then kind of like, you know, coming down a little bit and then yaga I'm punching you again at the end. Like it was a real slow start and then it was really intense in the middle and then it kind of like kind of ended with a all right. Yeah. See you guys next time. I was like, Okay, I guess that's what? <laughs> but considering the last special we watched before that was Burt Kreischer's where he it was like a freaking <laughs> laugh a minute. Like it it was just a different vibe, I guess. But I yeah, I mean that was pretty funny. I don't know. I'm what? Well, does it say why he attacked that driver? Probably because he's uh, probably some Cat Williams related incident. <laughs> yeah, something he would tell on a comedy special. Uh, allegedly assaulted the driver shortly after 11 p.m. after an argument about transporting Williams and his dog from Atlantic Aviation, a terminal for private planes, to a performance at the Moda Center. Williams was expected to appear in a live performance 
of the improv comedy <laughs> show Nick Cannon presents Wild In Out. So did he make it or did he go to jail? <laughs> Let's see. Police said the victim suffered minor injuries to the face, including swelling and cuts. He was treated at a local hospital. Williams left in another vehicle, police said. He was located and arrested Saturday morning in Portland on suspicion of fourth degree assault. That's a lot of... That's a far way away. Fourth degree? Is it just a misdemeanor at that point? It's that's a lot be. of degrees. <laughs> uh, the stand-up comedian and actor whose legal name is Micah... Catherine Williams. <laughs> it's Micah Sierra Williams. Hmm. I wonder why they call him Cat. I like that name, Micah. Because it's like K-A-T, too. Uh, was lodged in blah 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 jail where he remained in custody until Saturday afternoon. He was also being held on a warrant from Georgia. Good for Cat Williams. I don't care. You know what, Cat Williams? Punch whoever you want. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, why? No, you don't punch whoever you want. Cat Williams does. I mean, up clearly he does, but he shouldn't. Cat Williams wants to punch me in the face. Open invitation, Cat Williams. If you ever want to come on the show and punch me in the face... And say some kind of fun one-liner and just leave. You are welcome to that. Well, another comedian that was arrested recently. Wait, I have one more part of the offer. I will also give you a sparkling water to go. Unless you want to drink it beforehand. Go ahead. Okay. (laughs) Another comedian that was arrested was Amy Schumer. (laughs) Because uh, she was in the, like, Brett Kavanaugh protest. I was going to say, I bet it was for something boring. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's boring. No, no. I mean, like, she didn't, like, punch a driver in the face for no, not taking her dog. No, it wasn't crazy dog. like that. <laughs> uh, it was, it says they were all charged with violating local law against crowding and obstructing, the police said, so. So basically for, like, nerd stuff. They were like, hey, man, you're not allowed to do your math here, nerd. <laughs> yeah, you can't be hanging out in crowds. Stop being stop being a math problem, Amy. <laughs> yeah, well, she said no matter how this goes, they cannot keep us down. A vote for Kavanaugh is a vote saying women don't matter. So. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, well, it's, well that, like, this is, we're discussing this after he's been confirmed now, but... Like, at the time, it seemed like uh, people should know that we're not happy with this as women or people who respect women. Yeah, but what if they lied? What if they lied about what you did a long time ago? Yeah, I mean, that is kind of a... uh, Uh, Listen, I don't know... Touchy subject, I guess. I I don't know what they said that he did, Kavanaugh, or what that lady said that he did, but, like... Excuse me. I know there was at least one time when I was in high school, like I was actually debating on whether or not I ever even wanted to tell this story, even though I don't think it's it's not. Did bad. someone accuse you of rape? No, absolutely <laughs> not. Do uh, we need to call in the FBI? No, but they could have been. They could have like uh, accused me of like groping because there was this gr- groping. Uh, well, because we were in. Uh, we were in class in high school. And you know how, like, when you don't know how to be around people, like, boys and girls will be like, we're going to, like, do that thing where we, like, wrestle a little bit. But we'll, like, I'm going to try and, like, like, a girl will try and, like, touch you or do something. And you, like, grab her arm to be like, get off me. And you yeah. guys are just, like, 
basically trying to find an excuse to like, oh, I'm like almost holding your hand, but not, but get out of here. <laughs> well, I, the way that she sat down and I was like, like moving her arm away to like, I, I don't know. All I know is, is that my no, you arm, don't remember. Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> how could I, how is it possible that I couldn't remember when I was like 15? Uh, but all I, what I do remember very vividly is my hand coming off of her arm and like, like not, I say grabbing, but like it went right like on her boob for a second. And I immediately like pulled my hand away. My eyes are giant. She's (laughs) like, what? Like she said, like out loud, she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, no, no. (laughs) And she like looked at me shocked and I looked at her shocked and was like, and just basically like (laughs) ran away. Like I was so like, that was not the plan at all. Uh, In fact, I was definitely at that time, 100% afraid of girls in that way. Like I was not, no. So, but I remember thinking, being like horrified because I was like, I didn't mean to do that, but all I knew even then, I was like, all she has to do is say to anyone, this guy grabbed my boob and I am getting expelled from school. Like, there is no chance that I am living this down ever. And I never, ever did anything like that with any other girl ever again. Like, no wrestling around? No, not at all. I was not about that life at all because I was so freaking horrified by that one time. And her and I, we never talked about it ever again. Uh, She wasn't, like, weird around me and I wasn't weird around her, but, like, we never did that, like, (laughs) we would just be like, hey, (laughs) like, there was, yeah. So, I, I don't know. Like, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Better not run for office. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, I think everyone, whether it's, like, innocent, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if anyone but, would hear like, what But, like, what just... she said was, like, he, like, held her down. Not that he accidentally touched her boob <laughs> while they were wrestling. I mean, I guess... By the way, we weren't like wrestling in a empty classroom or something. Like there was, it was a bunch of people around, so it wasn't like I know that doesn't change anything either. But uh, I don't know. Like, what was it? Bert Kreischer was talking about how he got lit up on Twitter because he all he posted was, "I would hate to have to defend my high school yearbook," and he said people lit him on fire. For saying that? For saying that. Yeah. Well, I mean, because, like, in high school, you're trying to be, like, a like a tough guy or whatever. Yeah. And, but, like, it, if no, that's I, your demeanor, though, from that young age, like, maybe you grow out of it. But if you're, like, lying about other things, like, the devil's triangle is a drinking game. Now... I do, I I heard I keep hearing that but like I okay here's something uh well I don't even know I it's funny cuz I was going to tell an embarrassing story but I just remembered I haven't told it in so long that I don't even know is it about the devil's triangle it's about the devil's triangle <laughs> it's about the devil's rhombus that I once participated <laughs> in no uh was it an accident where you like <gasps> <laughs> yeah, I just, I fell down and was like, devil's robbed us. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, 
what's the one? Worry the, on the devil's lettuce. Uh, yeah, <laughs> devil's obtuse triangle. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> the, it was actually an isosceles. Uh, yeah, devil's polyhedral. Uh, Is that a real word? Yes. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> no, I don't. There was like, I what? Okay, here's my question for that. How? What grade? Or what was he supposed to be in high school? When yeah. this Devil's Triangle thing? Okay. No, I don't know about the Devil's Triangle. But I think that was written in the yearbook. So I guess so, yeah. Because I'll say, by the time I was in college, I probably knew certain things. But, like, there, were, I remember uh, people saying things, not Devil's Triangle, but saying stuff like... That you didn't really know the meaning of? Yeah, they would say, like, sex stuff that they're like, oh, you don't know what a this is? And, like, no. <laughs> like... And I, by the way, if I thought it was funny, like Devil's Triangle, sounds funny. Like honestly, can I be honest with you right now? I have no idea what that means at all. Uh, I think it's like a guy and or two guys and a girl, like a threesome. Playing Parcheesi or what do you mean? Let's go to uh, Urban no. Dictionary. I don't think. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't think you should Google that. Uh, <laughs> no, but like I. Yeah, I had no idea what that is. So I would have, if you would have told me that was like a card game, I would have believed you right now in this moment. I would believe you. So is it possible that high school, uh, I look at Brett Kavanaugh, is that his name? He looks like a nerd. So is it possible that nerd Kavanaugh in high school didn't know what that meant or did what we all did and said something? Yeah, that is what it is. One woman and two men. And he was with that? At, listen, I've never been part of any triangles, but gross. <laughs> yeah, well, look, there's a little picture of a devil standing on a thing, and it's like, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but, like, writing things like that makes it seem like, because she said that him and that other guy were in the room when he, like, tried to hold her down. So it makes it seem like... He was doing this stuff in high school? Yeah. Holding people down? Well, that's what she said. Jesus Christ. <sighs> well, like, and like, I guess if they, like, did an FBI investigation, they could question witnesses. But what other uh, kind of evidence would they be able to find besides witness testimony? I would guess none. Right. Or except for his calendars that he somehow had <laughs> since 1984. Whatever. By the way, if that's not a serial killer move, nothing is <laughs> to a have the calendars. Killer. Yeah, <laughs> that is the cr- that's that. If anything, should be solid evidence that he did in fact do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's crazy. That I don't care. Like, listen. I agree. I don't know. I don't know how or why he would unless his like dad's a hoarder or something like i don't understand and he inherited that because by the way if you have that if you don't just have calendars p.s you ha- i want to know what else you've carried with you since you started doing it like do you also have the same first pair of socks you ever i don't know what else would be something do you have all your date book i don't know why i don't know that's just so weird it is weird Another really weird thing I saw was um, that I guess this um, like girl was giving her boyfriend a good time or whatever. And then her ex-boyfriend showed up and caught them in the act. 
and a knife fight ensued. Wait, wait. Is this still the Brett Kavanaugh? No, related? this is not a oh. devil's triangle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it kind of is. <laughs> um, but her, um, her other, like she was doing things with her boyfriend and her ex-boyfriend showed up and a knife fight ensued and she got stabbed two times. And then like six months later, uh, <gasps> I go ahead. No, go you go ahead. No, no, no. Tell me because I I know what the answer to this this puzzle is. Uh, she was pregnant, um, but whenever doctors examined her, it was discovered that she did not have a vagina. I don't know where in the world I heard this, but <laughs> that I have. It heard was probably this story. on Google News. It might have been Google News. It might have been. It was either one. It was either pod full of sunshine or possibly hashtag no offense. I think one of oh, them. Oh, that they talked about that? I think so. And that is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life for two reasons. One, that is amazing that you could get stabbed through your stomach, I guess. Or yeah, and your, that would like cause you to get pregnant because the... The sperm was like, all right, man, I got you. I'm going to travel <laughs> to the area... <laughs> Or I need to be to fertilize your egg. And no vagina, huh? Like, that's insane. Yeah, they said that she didn't have the... Like, born without it or had to get it taken off for some reason? No, it was a birth defect. Um, So was there some kind of a bag situation or was there just like a small hole No, I think she could pee still. But they were saying, in that article I read, they were saying that, uh, like, they didn't know how she was having, like, menstrual cycles. I listen, I this is going to sound gross what I'm about to say, but I have to say it. I have got to see a picture of this. Like, is it smooth? <laughs> of her there? vagina. Of that area. Like, does that mean that the, that does sound gross? Does it still look the same, but it's there's just nothing in there or is it just smooth like a doll? What is I don't know, you weirdo. <laughs> That's crazy, though. But OK, if someone said. Hey, he the guy got the girl pregnant somehow, but he has no uh he has no uh penis and testicles. You'd be like, "What? <laughs> like does he can he pee?" Like, "Yeah, he can pee." Like, "What do you mean? What does it what does that even look like?" I would want to see that both ways is what I'm saying. Mm, well, here's a diagram or something. A diagram. I'll take a dot. You know what? No, that's, that's not less it. creepy. I would. I will take an artist rendition of whatever it would look like. <laughs> Someone else can look at it and just draw a picture, and I'll look at that picture. Well, it looks like a regular v- vagina or whatever. It just doesn't have the area where you can penetrate. So, so wait, the one on the left is the regular, and the one on the right is the. Yeah. Strange. All right. Answer. So asked and answered. You've seen it. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> That's not weird. Like, how would you not want to, like, because the way it sounds is, is that it's just nothing there and someone just drilled a hole so she could pee or something. Yeah, I mean, I guess it does sound like that, but or that like is a, not the case. That's why I said, is there a bag situation? Because I imagine Like a they colostomy just, bag. Yeah. That's what you would think, right? That's what I thought. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it is weird, but it's just crazy that she got pregnant. By the way, that would have been crazy if she had a normal vagina. (laughs) 
Oh, she got stabbed. Yes. And then like did not have. Having no vagina is not the craziest part of that story still. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you are correct, sir. Because, by the way, you don't want to have either of those dudes baby because you're either the one that stabbed <laughs> right or the reason that you did, <laughs> that uh the other one did the stabbing that's the that's your two options someone who stabs or someone who feels like uh someone feels like they deserve to get stabbed well i mean i don't even know which i guess well, you could well someone be that stabs sure. or someone that doesn't protect you from being stabbed <laughs> <laughs> yeah like oh my god get in my way how <laughs> <laughs> my baby uh th- here's something speaking of uh pregnancies uh not really but i got th- i saw this headline and it made me sad actually because it says monica Lewinsky reveals most hurtful name she's ever been called and uh i'll just tell you instead of reading anything in that article it was unmarriable and yeah. i was like oh that's that's is that the sad. worst? Like I w- to her, like that's what she said. Is like that was her. Like is most, she like, married now or no? I don't think so. Like I don't even know. All I know is is that it's strange that uh she is she will always be tied to the Clintons for her whole life. Right. There will never that's be a her day. Fame, her there, fifteen minutes. Yeah. But I, I'm sure at this point she wishes that, I, again, totally speaking for her, I don't know, but I would imagine that her 15 minutes is still going and she wishes it was over. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, too. Because <laughs> I remember, it's funny because I remember watching Jay Leno a long time ago, long, long, long time ago. Like, I think I might have still been in, no, nah, I don't, I don't know. I know it was, I know it was long enough after Monica Lewinsky that, I couldn't believe that they were still making jokes about it. Mm-hmm. But I remember like Jay Leno had this like he used to do this like little segment where he's like, oh, we've got all these new products that are, you know, we're testing all these new products to go on the market. And one of them was like a OJ Simpson knife or something knife or something Gloves, like that. Gloves, <laughs> Yeah, probably. But then another one was what it looked like a Monica Lewinsky mask, mm-hmm. but uh, where the mouth was was a harmonica, and they were like, "Hey, we've got this harmonica," oh, and there and like there's Jay Leno playing the harmonica, and I remember even as a kid being like, "Too far," <laughs> like not, yeah, I was like too far, but I was like it was more like wait, <laughs> like. Why are we still even talking about this? This seems like uh, this is happened so far ago. Like we're talking about OJ Simpson and Monica Lewinsky, and yeah, I don't know. Like that's yeah. could you just imagine being like, hey, I'm just gonna do this thing with this dude, and now everyone for some reason hates me forever. <laughs> right. Yeah. So much so that Jay Leno on NBC called me Hormonica. <laughs> Well, people just get so hateful, too, over people they don't know or situations they don't even understand. Like that, I don't I don't know. Like, we weren't there, so we can't say what exactly happened, but to be just so, like, angry and hateful about it. Well, people are always quick to defend 
Bill Clinton. Be like, oh, it's personal. He can do what he wants as long as it's not whatever. Who cares? But it's very rare to hear anyone be like say anything in defense of Monica Lewinsky. Right. Well, I think it's the same thing with like Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding. Like we just saw that movie, I Tanya, and like that just seems like a sad movie because like she had a like Tanya Harding had like a big career ahead of her, but she had like a really poor and like sad upbringing and like just people being idiots around her cost her her whole career. So, I mean, and like it was a movie, of course. So some of it I'm sure was like sensationalized. Yeah. Some of it were like played down or played up. But um, if it was true, like they said that she was the first woman that was like would even try and could complete the triple axle in the movie. That's what they said. So, like, I, I thought that was crazy because I had no idea. And just, like, once that all went down, like, she was banned from competing in those skating contests. And that's what she had worked for her whole life. And, like, because some idiot was like, I'm going to go and send some goons to attack your opponent. Now your life life's work, the only thing that you had that was good in your life is taken away now. <sighs> well, speaking of poor people, uh, Mike the Situation's <laughs> Sorrentino. Sorrentino. I don't know. Someone who is not doing my Italian brothers proud is now currently... Well, I don't know currently, but he'll soon be in federal prison for eight months on tax evasion charges. <laughs> mm. Like, why did he evade taxes? Uh, if you don't know, who, if I say Mike the Situation and you don't know he's from Jersey Shore, you've lived a good life, and I envy you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that show, though. I, I know that it. you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I haven't seen the newest ones, though, because like, I don't watch cable tv and of course you like it like it's as if 90210 came to life <laughs> yeah it was real people <laughs> getting drunk and <laughs> being douchey yeah it's a 90210 uh on our drunk it's drunk 90210 yeah one thing i always thought was crazy was jwow like punch people that's and hilarious i don't think that was cool really because she freaking like Powed Mike the situation one time really like hard in the face. Like girls like that are funny to me because I listen, I'm always so torn because when girls like that get punched by someone, I really, my first question is, is like how big was the person compared to her? Cause if they were of equal size, I'm like, well, yeah, but <laughs> if they can't punch back, it doesn't matter if they're equal size. And, like, he was real beefed up then, so he punched her. Like, it would have been crazy, but she was kind of beefy, too. Like, her muscles were, like, big. So I'm sure that freaking hurt, and, like, he had to not do anything. I think any guy... Especially on TV. <laughs> I think most guys have known a girl like that, that, like, just plays on the fact that guys don't punch girls, and so they'll do stuff like that. Yeah, but then once they get punched back, then they're the victim. They'll scream, I and I that. can't believe it, and da da da. Like, I'm not. I don't even. I don't even think as 
small and stupid as like, oh, well, if women want equal rights, they should be able to get punched equal. I just think if you want to punch people and you get punched back, it's very hard for me to feel sad for you, even if the person is bigger than you. Yeah. Well, there's an episode <laughs> on there where Snooki got punched in the side of the head <laughs> by a but, guy, but was she it? wasn't doing anything like, uh, except for like mouthing off. Well, like, I mean, that, that's well, the same. Right? I think there were like these guys, <laughs> like they went, uh, all the people from the cast, like went to the bar and they were like drinking there. And these random people tried to like take their drinks and like join their party for free. And she was like <laughs> bitching at them. And the guy like punched her right in the side of the head. Yeah, that's not that's not cool or the same. Like, yeah, <laughs> like Jenny is like punching guys <laughs> and nothing's happening. And Snooky, a tiny little uh, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is getting punched for being like defensive. <laughs> By the way, if those dudes had taken her drink and she punched them and then they punched her back, that still would not be good. Right. Yeah. Jay, wow. I heard she just got divorced. Yeah, I saw that too. Through the Google News. Thank you, Google News. We're keeping us up to date. I got, a, the- I got an alert on Google News that Google News will have a night mode. If any of you use Google News, the app on, I imagine it's on Android and iOS, it is like a white background always. And mine hasn't updated yet for night mode. And man, I can't wait because like Twitter, uh, what else? Like, what does it do? It Instead of white, it's black. Like Twitter has a night mode. So black with white text? Mm-hmm. Cool. So it's not the freaking sun whenever you're looking at it, even with the brightness turned all the way down. Yeah, that sounds awesome. So there you go. Google News News. <laughs> My other show. Uh, One thing I didn't mention about Kanye, though, is that he deleted his Twitter and his Instagram I heard that accounts. this is not the first time either. <laughs> yeah, they said the last time he did it, he was off for like a year. But I saw, too, that someone said that maybe it's because it could either be the backlash from the Trump thing he did on Saturday Night Live or because people said that he's going to Africa or something to finish his album. And what a great way to, if you're at, let's say his album's coming out in a year or in six months or whatever, like what would be a better way to throw some hype on it to be like hey i'm back on instagram and twitter and here's my new album like you're gonna get all your followers back everyone's gonna be super hype about your album because it will be good sorry for anyone who hates kanye west but the album's just (laughs) gonna be good sorry (laughs) like you might not like the guy i don't know i don't even know if i like him or not i just like the idea of him but i can guarantee you this the majority of that album will be great (laughs) I'm sure it will. <laughs> but I don't even know. Good for uh, Kanye West. Another thing is... <laughs> um, I guess there's a Native American woman. Nope, never. Not in America. I think she's running for a Kansas uh, seat in November. Her name is Sharice Davids. Sharice running seat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's her Indian name. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, it says please, please support her in her historic campaign. So I guess 
uh, no Native American ever ran for. Okay, I was gonna say I was like, why should we bother with this lady? Because who cares? I mean, I don't know if that's true for the the whole U.S., but for Kansas, maybe. See, and even if it was true for the whole U.S., like if that is the, what you're first coming at me with, that is a great way for me to not want to vote for you. Because that should not be... Well, do you think people are going to get all nervous or like, oh, they're trying to take America back? (laughs) I mean... By playing by our rules. (laughs) Yeah, good luck. Because that's the thing, is we don't have rules. We only have rules until they hinder us. And then we are like, we took those rules right off the table. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. so, yeah, I don't know. Like, that would be like me being like, hey, I'm the first Italian-American to do this thing. Like, okay, well, great. Does your heritage somehow make you better at this job? How about what's your background that makes you think that you're good at this job? What's a decision you made that would make me go, huh, Sherry's Berries here should definitely be uh, in in the the seat to do the thing in Kansas yeah. Did, or did you do some kind of tornado prevention? Do we all have cellars so our houses don't get sucked away to Oz? I don't know. How many times has someone asked her that question? I feel like we've gone off the rails. Either a million times or zero times. Probably zero times. Maybe a million, though. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think that's cool. I wonder if they... Because, like, there are special rules for Indians, uh, like Native American Indians, mm-hmm. that... Like, different for us than they are for them. Um, Like, I don't know. Just, like, some of them receive, like, payment from the government. And some of them, like, if they live on a reservation, if they, like, purchase things like vehicles or any other items, as long as they're on that reservation land, they don't have to pay sales tax. Now, when you say that, do they have to stay on that land to get that? Or do they just have to buy it on that land? They just have to buy it. Like, if they can call someone over and be like, hey, bring this car over to me and sell it to me here. And then I don't have to pay sales tax because it was delivered to me on the land. Isn't that weird that we have, like, a group of people that are just under the surface? Like, so just under the surface that they're not really at all that potentially the majority of them that are left do not like us very much. (laughs) (laughs) Like who is us? Us is everyone who is not a quote-unquote Native American that can live on a reservation. Like, I only, I don't know any Native Americans at all, so this is just the story I've made in my head of, like, stuff I've seen in TV and movies. But the, the... The I was going to say the consensus that I get, but that's not true. The impression that I get is that they are not a fan. Like, if I was to be like, hey, man, let's be friends, it would be like, yeah, but what if no? <laughs> yeah, but you can't make that assumption because you could think that about any race. Uh, and that would be racist <laughs> because, like, the Indians or whatever. Or I don't think that's racist to think that. I think that's to like... To think that they don't like you? Yeah. I don't think that's racist to think that. I think that I don't know. So, but I I know what I've seen portrayed on TV. I don't think it's racist to be like, okay, this is the only like I would just go assume to- a whole group of people are like thinking one thing about everyone. I think that is. 
I don't think that's racist. I think that's just not knowing. Like, I wouldn't... If but I ever isn't met, that the basis of racism, usually? Because people don't know. They're afraid of what they don't know. I think... That, so they're like, I don't like that. No. I think the, I think the basis <laughs> is... Uh, acting on that and actively being like seeing a native whoever it is and being like hey you don't like me so i don't like you like i would be i would 100 percent love to uh, talk to anybody so you're saying that the difference is that they don't like you or any of us but you are not saying that you don't like them because of it i'm i'm saying that's (laughs) the impression that i get I'm saying that's the impression that I get from media, like not from them. I have no idea. That's what I was saying is like, I have no idea how they feel. I just know that the impression that I get from media, from TV and movies is that they're not fans, but I have no idea. I would, I, maybe they love us, but if I, if you were to just ask me, be like, Hey, do Indian people love, uh, current Americans? I would be like, Oh, I don't think so, but I don't know. That would be my answer. I don't think so, but I don't know. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, again, I think you would have to like scrutinize an individual person, not a whole group of uh, reservation and just assume because like you said, you don't know. And I'm sure that not all of them are like, no, I just love the old ways. <laughs> I don't like technology. I don't, I don't like your American ways. Well, they're all secret werewolves, right? No, like Twilight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not all of them. But most of them. The ones that are left. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) The ones that are left. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Uh, I like this episode. It's fun. (laughs) But, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think Native Americans are interesting like their culture and their heritage. Yeah, I think that their culture is interesting. I I don't know. I think it might just be interesting just cuz I have never interacted with it ever. I don't know that it, once I was in it that I would be like, oh, I would love to stay here." <laughs> I think it's just like uh like when I went to the Okay, perfect example. Like, when I went to the Middle East, like, it was way different and it was way interesting. Would I want to live there? No. Because while it is not, like, what you think at all, like, I remember people being like, oh, my God, are you going to bring a gun? Are you going to buy one when you get there? Are you going to have protection? Like, no. Like, I did have some reservations because I was like, you know, so many people say stuff like that. Like, oh, my God, are you you worried about dying over there? Like, no, <laughs> you're actually making it worse by asking me that. But when I actually went there and it was fine and it was, you know, it was just different. It was just what I would imagine it would be like for any non-English speaking person to show up in America and be like, okay, like <laughs> I thought people were going to hate me, but instead they just, I'm just in their way. <laughs> Like that's what I more felt in people's way than I did people actively hating me when I was over there. So, right. uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to. Plus, it's so hard to learn Arabic. I really tried to. Uh... That's funny because I did try and teach myself how to write it, like write it out, like how to try and like learn the uh, I guess the language. I don't know how to. 
I don't know. It's been a long time since I tried, but I know I watched a bunch of YouTube videos. I like learned how to write some uh, some words, like taught myself how to write some words, and was just like, man, I don't even know how to do this, and I don't have the money to pay <laughs> someone to teach me how to learn Arabic. So yeah, it seems really hard um, because the symbols look so different than ours. But I wonder if like them looking at ours is the same. I just need a dumb way, like someone who knows how to teach idiots that can be taught. Like it's I'm an idiot. Only that, the ones that can be taught. I'm an idiot that if you if you dumb it down just enough, like for someone who's just so dumb, like I can get it. But <laughs> it has to be that perfect level of like. I barely understand how English works, so trying to explain it to me, like, well, actually, adjectives are different in this because you actually put the E before the I. Like, I, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I saw on Twitter the other day, and I thought I started following this person, um, but it was someone who was, like, trying to teach what the actual... um like Muslim Quran, not the Quran, <laughs> like what the actual Muslim faith is or whatever, not like extremist. Uh, and one of the things they were saying, what uh, they explained, like what a jihad really is, uh, not like a hateful, uh, like revenge group or whatever. It was like, yeah, yeah, it's like a crusade. I was trying to find <laughs> it, but I can't. And, yeah, like, I think a lot of the hatred and the just ongoing, like, scared of, like, people being scared is because they don't know. So if they just were educated on what is really going on, then maybe they wouldn't be so... Well, it's maybe, but, like, you also got to think, too, like, uh, I've met... Like, I would say most of my interactions with uh, other Christians is, you know, Southern Baptists. And I've met some Baptists that are, you know, the nicest people you'd ever meet. And they're, like, open-minded and they, you know, wouldn't tell you you're terrible to your face. Uh, They wouldn't even think that you're terrible uh, in private. Where there are others that theoretically are practicing the same faith in the same way that I would consider some of the worst people. <laughs> right. That by the faith, uh, they would be like, yeah, they're they're following it perfectly. They're great people. They, they you know, they might be a little hard on some folks, but, uh, you know, you know. Their faith calls them to do it. Their faith, God says you should. I'm like, mm, does he? <laughs> right. Does he well, say you, to actively hate people? <laughs> part of the problem is the interpretation of it because people do that. They don't like I don't think they research very well. They just interpret it whatever they to fit whatever scenario they want it to fit. Dude, I'm just as guilty of that as anybody. Like I'm terrible at researching and once I do find something that uh, fits to what I'm looking for. I'm like, research over. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it the whole time. I was right. No reason to read further. 
Well, didn't we read, or like when we were going to Bible study all the time, didn't we find out that an eye for an eye doesn't mean that like if someone robs you, you have to rob them back? Like it's supposed to be like if your neighbor is hurt, so are you or something like that. Like, yeah, like we just inter like I, I don't know and I don't remember and I don't want to even <laughs> like attempt to like, yeah, because we, I, like, but I remember it's not that like it's not revenge. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not a, uh, it's not the log line to a Mel Gibson movie. <laughs> like, yeah. They took my eye. Now it's time to take theirs. <laughs> See Mel Gibson now in Ashes to Ashes. <laughs> yeah. Is that a movie, Eye for an Eye? I think it is. Like, is that where Kiefer Sutherland's like a creepo? And, like, Sally Field is, like, a mom, and I think he, like, comes and, like, kidnaps her daughter or something. Maybe. I don't know. Sally Field is, like, by the way. I might be wrong. But. She is, like, I can't hardly see her playing anything other than a mom. Like, I don't even know what I would think if I saw her in a movie when she was young not like playing Smokey a mom. Like Smokey and the Bandit. Never seen that movie, and I don't even know if I would understand how to watch it. <laughs> Yeah, my favorite movie with her. Whose uh, mom is that? Mrs. Doubtfire, right? Nope. Got it. Got it in one. Yes, <laughs> one more time. Uh, wait. Uh, is it? Uh, was she in that one where they drive off the cliff at the end? Thelma and Louise. Yeah. No. Was she in that? I don't think so. It's Susan Sarandon and uh, Sally Gina Taylor. Davis. Wait. So wait a minute. What was she in? So, was it Mrs. Doubtfire? No. Well, she was a mom. There's two movies, but she and she was a mom in both of them. Was it the Santa Claus? Was she in the Santa Claus? No, I don't think so. Was it Jungle to Jungle? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> do you give up? I do. Steel Magnolias. Oh, <laughs> uh, Home of the Soldiers. Yep, 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 yep. What? Home of the Soldiers? What are you saying? Magnolia, home of the soldiers. Oh. That was what Juvenile and uh, What's-His-Face used to always say. Oh, I don't know The that. cash money millionaires. No, but like she was the mom in Julia Roberts, Dolly Parton, uh, Olympia Dukakis. Was that the one where they like told those kids that that one old lady was like a demon or something. Oh, and yeah, the evil weasel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, what was her name? Also, uh, female Walter Matthau. What is her name? I can't think of it. Uh, Daryl Hannah was in it. Mm, eyeballs. And the lady that played Weezer, Shirley MacLaine. Mm-hmm. Did I say Julia Roberts? You did. Okay. Yeah, that was a really good movie. Like, it reminds me of, like, just sitting home with my, like, mom and my sisters and, um, I don't know. Like, Dude, just Julia. being part of a small town. Julia Roberts. Good for her. That lady never has to do anything ever again. Oh, really? She hasn't been in a movie forever. I can't imagine that she wants for anything. She probably has, like, someone to lift her up and wipe her butt. Doesn't she have two kids that are, like, twins? That's... that's I don't know either. Story for another day. I have no idea. 
Yeah, I don't know either. But I love that movie. And the other movie that she was in, that she was a mom, was Forrest Gump. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I never saw that movie You're either. a liar. <laughs> you saw that a ton of times. Fun. But, yeah. Well, do you have anything else for today? I don't think so. On our very special uh, Friday, possibly, episode? Mm, no. I might have to bleep that part out if we don't release it on Friday. Or I'll have to bleep it out twice now. Or, wait, I'll just insert this Tuesday. I'll insert that in. <laughs> like, over it? Mm-hmm. That'll be funny. A very special Tuesday episode. Yes. All right, this is yeah, your last that's moment. That's all I got. Do you want to give anyone anything to listen to or watch or anything into the weekend? Mm. The week's end. No, like, um, I don't know. I guess Beck released his last album in 2017. I think it's called Colors. We've been listening to that on Amazon. Hell yes. I'm so I'll recommend that if you like Beck. He has a, I think he has a diverse sound all the time. Uh, and this one's kind of upbeat and poppy and I kind of like it. I like it a lot. You know, I was talking to my buddy the other day about how rap and country music, in my opinion, parallel each other uh, very closely. Um, so I was going to... I was gonna recommend a a rap a rapist, but I think instead, if you have not any of you not listened to any Sturgill Simpson, I would say go to your nearest music player and just type in Sturgill Simpson, and whatever comes up is most likely worth listening to. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, uh, who was the rapist? <laughs> the rapulist. I was going to. Uh, the album I was going to recommend was going to be uh, Flower Boy, Tyler, Tyler, the Creators. Oh, yeah. If you album. like rap, that would be good. Such but good Sturgill album. Simpson is really good, too. Oh, wait. Like, talk about him a second. I'm going to go and see if I can find the name of that album that we have. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really, really good because I um, like I heard him on Joe Rogan's podcast. And I think we had bought that album or DJ had ordered it like a while ago before I even had any idea who he was, but the album cover is like really pretty and it looks like um, a ship in an ocean storm. And uh, like, I was like, oh, that seems pretty cool. And I meant to give it a chance, but then I heard him on Joe Rogan and he seems like a really down to earth guy and just, they have some really funny stories that they talked about. And so after that, then I was like really interested in hearing the music and we had, we already had the album. So I was like, oh, let's listen to it. So he did. And what's it called? Uh, I don't know if it's his last, his latest album, but the one that we have is A Sailor's Guide to Earth. And uh, it's a great album. It, it ha I think this is the one that has the cover, the Nirvana cover on it, In Bloom. Yeah. Is the cover that it has. And uh, well, it, Does that one have turtles all the way down? It, that... uh, let me see. I think it does. Welcome to Earth, Breakers, Roar, Keep It Between the Lines, Sea Stories, In Bloom, Brace for Impact, All Around You, Oh Sarah, and Call to Arms. So I guess not. Uh, it's a great, great album. But that's a good song, too. <laughs> uh, I actually, the first time I heard it, I randomly 
uh, I think, I can't remember if it was on YouTube or if I randomly saw it, like, when we were, we still, like, had uh, the digital, like, TV stations coming in, but it was on, uh, like, not Jay Leno, who took over him? Jimmy Fallon. Oh, okay. Like, I think Jimmy Fallon or one of those guys had, that. like, that was their musical guest, mm-hmm. and they were playing In Bloom, that Nirvana song. Oh, okay. And I heard it, and I was like, this is amazing. And I ordered the vinyl, like, as I was watching it. Oh, okay. I saw saw them play it, and I was like, I have to know what else these people do. And I just immediately bought the album and... Yeah. Well, uh, they do a cover of The Promise, too. Who who sings that? Mm, Is it The Cure? I don't know. It's an 80s song. Is that the one that's like, You know. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, I'm sorry. I'm just... Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, but it, Everybody it didn't sound anything like what you were saying there. <laughs> You're an idiot. No, and you're just you're making up words. That is not. I, I promise. I was pretty but, much yeah, verbatim how that song goes. No, it is not. Everyone knows what I was talking about. That is a beautiful song. Hashtag but he DJ sings is it. the new cure. They sing it. I don't know if it is the cure. That sings that. I don't either, but I still would like to sing lead for the cure. Well, good luck with sing that. Very well. Uh, so yeah, Sturgill Simpson, Be About It, A Sailor's Guide to Earth. Love that album. Uh... What was yours again that you just recommended? Uh, Beck. Beck. Um, Any Beck or? No, well, I was listening to his last album, Colors. We just listened to that the other day. It was very good. Yeah, it was really good. Like I said, it's really poppy and just like sometimes Beck can be like folksy or like uh, like alternative rock or whatever. But on this album, it's more it is more poppy. All right, McLovin. I need to know who sing the, sings the promise. Oh, it's when in, when in Rome. It wasn't you. <laughs> Thanks for that, but no. <laughs> it's when in Rome, it says. I think we're going to have to pay royalties. They're going to think that I just played it right off YouTube. <laughs> oh, because of the way you sang it so well. No. (laughs) Sorry, I'll unplug my phone from the mixer now. All right. Everyone out there in Podcastville, I love you very much. Thank you for joining us yet again on this very special Tuesday, just kidding, Friday episode. Bethany, I love you the most, though, more than any of these fools. Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) No, I definitely do. Well, I love you the most, too. I would shoot these people into the sun. Even though you're the biggest fool. <laughs> but I promise. Yeah, exactly. Promise That's why. You All right. I love you, Bethany. I love you, folks at home. Goodbye. Love you, too. Dead air emoji. Dead air emoji. <laughs> skull with the microphone emojis. Dead. Dead loving it. Okay, love you, bye.